Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Perloff here in our New York studio. Maggie at her secret disclosed location somewhere upstate. Maggie, how you doing? Uh, is anyone knocking on your door asking you to be quiet? Uh, no, not yet. Actually, the hotel's starting to buzz. I did go downstairs to get some coffee. You are absolutely correct. It is flavored water. I don't oh. remember growing up here. I don't remember the coffee being particularly bad. So I'm going to have to fix this somehow. I don't know how. I'm going to have to start brewing the beans or something. I'm not sure. Well, one thing that is good, you didn't have to stay up too late thinking about that Panthers-Bears game last night. The Bears beat the Panthers 16-13 at home. The most exciting part of the game on Amazon, to me, was the tease for next week's game, which is Cincinnati (laughs) at Baltimore. Because the funny thing about the way the NFL came down this year is that we have four playoff-worthy teams in one division, the AFC North. I I think everybody can pretty much agree with that. Remember last year we thought the AFC West might have four teams? It's never been done, but there are four really quality teams here. EJ, do we have John Harbaugh talking about the strength of the division? I think it's really, really awesome that we have such a great uh, division, and I'd I'd, I'd really be disappointed if we didn't. You know, it'd be just terrible if everybody was not a good team in our division. So, you know... (laughs) Uh, that's my best answer, you know. Hey, we respect these teams. This, it's a great division. I mean, there's no doubt. It's the best division. It's proven. We know the teams. You know, these teams are real. Okay, so Cleveland plays at Baltimore this week. Maggie, if you had to choose one of the four AFC North teams to drop out of the playoff picture, which way do you go? I think it has to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, I I. I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot. I know they're your Super Bowl pick. I know. Here's here's the thing about the Steelers. It's weird because they have a negative point differential. Crazy. They have a winning record, but a negative point differential. So it feels a little unsustainable. However, they're 2-0 in the division. So they, if you look at it, they've won the games that they've needed to win. With that, with that two and zero division record. Meanwhile, Cincinnati hasn't won a game yet in the division. The Browns are one and two, and then obviously of the Ravens sitting at the top of the pack at two and one. I mean, Ravens are seven and two right now. Perloff, I think that they are, you know, the lock. If you want to look at models and you know yeah. nerdy websites that do this for a living, they'll all tell you that the Ravens are basically a lock to win this division. And the way Cincinnati's playing. I mean, it's one of the Ten Commandments on our show, Thou shalt not bet against Joe Burrow, even though we break it all the time and look like idiots. And then I'm such a believer in this uh in this Cleveland defense. I, I just I don't know how the I don't know how the Pittsburgh offense overcomes some of their um I guess woes yeah. would be the way to do it. And I think they're the ones ultimately who get left out. Uh, first of all, I resent that you call them nerdy websites. I just call them interesting websites. But I understand <laughs> what you're saying. 
<laughs> yes, Perloff calls yes, I call page. them my websites. I call them bookmarked yeah. websites. Do people still bookmark websites? But I, I think it's Cleveland who falls out. Because first of all, they go to Baltimore this week, which is a really tough place to play this year. They could fall to five and four, where Pittsburgh's schedule is much easier. Remaining strength of schedule around the NFL. The Browns have the ninth hardest schedule for the rest of the season. And Pittsburgh's all the way down to 22. They have yeah. a relatively easy schedule. And it's really not even about that. It's about coaching. I trust Mike Tomlin, especially second half of the season, Mike Tomlin. I know it doesn't look pretty, and I know it doesn't make sense. Kenny Pickett does not look good. That offense with Matt Canada as offensive coordinator is totally inconsistent and unreliable. But Mike Tomlin is a better coach than Kevin Stefanski. And I don't even hate Kevin Kevin Stefanski. But the Steelers, they have this philosophy this year, keep the game close, and then we'll find a way to make plays at the end. I think their defense is just as stout as Cleveland's because Cleveland has Miles Garrett, but Pittsburgh has TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. So I think they can make as many plays. Cleveland's defense on the road, metrics-wise, is not as strong. I think they're the one team that falls out with the slight concern if Deshaun Watson plays like he did last week against, against Arizona, so it doesn't really count, then maybe maybe they surprise me. But I think the three playoff teams there are, like you, Baltimore for sure, Cincinnati most likely, and I think Pittsburgh finds a way in and Cleveland falls out. Well, listen, I mean, if we're going to go on reputation and history and all that, of course you'd have to hand it to the Steelers. Like, they're the competent organization, where the Browns are the incompetent organization historically, and the Deshaun Watson trade looks like an unmitigated disaster so far on variety of levels. I Listen, I hate doing this because, again, I like betting with the with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett always seems to find a way. I just don't know if a little of that pixie dust is going to run out. You know, you can't just keep doing this and thinking you're going to be able to pull out these games. And meanwhile, like, maybe I'm a sucker. I probably am. But, you know, could at any moment Deshaun Watson find himself again and all of a sudden we do see that guy that we saw in, in Houston? I don't know if that dude's ever coming back. But I know what Kenny Pickett is, and I feel like I'm <laughs> seeing what he is. And that's fine because it does end up winning games for them. But, you know, you're you're really playing with your food. And, yeah, the coaching yeah. obviously goes to Mike Tomlin. But I do love a Jim Schwartz defense, Perloff, and you're seeing that right now in Cleveland. All right, that's what we always say about Maggie. She loves her some Jim Schwartz defense. I do love, <laughs> um, love a Jim Schwartz defense. The, Jim Schwartz head coach, eh, not so much. Yeah, those nerdy websites have – a lot of metrics about luck. And basically the Steelers have lucked into several wins. Now I understand that argument, but I don't think it's luck when you're the Steelers. It seems like there's something by design. They know if they can keep the game close that eventually TJ Watt's going to make a play this week. They host green Bay and it's actually a very close spread. It's only three and a half, which means that Vegas is basically evaluating Pittsburgh and green Bay as the same team. And green Bay is not very good, but it's a minor thing, but they could jump out to a, a game lead over Cleveland. Then Cleveland's going to have to face a lot of Baltimore, a lot of Cincinnati. I think it's going to be very narrow. I, I just think Cleveland's schedule is tougher, and that's the bottom line here. And you, that number you said, 2-0 and already against the division. This division, it doesn't matter. Baltimore looks great. We, we all Maybe the yeah. best-looking team in the NFL. All that does not matter. When they play another AFC North team, it's going to be a dogfight because they all know each other so well. So as good as they are, those games are going to come down to the last minute. I think Pittsburgh is the best final-minute team, and Kenny Pickett has a little bit of magic there. 
I feel good. I don't feel great about them as my Super Bowl pick. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Do you think I have any breath of life there? If they make the playoffs, um, can they make a run? Do you? I mean. Because I take a mulligan. If you, if you want to give me a mulligan, I'll take no. it, Maggie. Does Kenny Pickett look like a Super Bowl winning uh, quarterback right now? But here's no. he, he, the, the guy who he gets most comp to is who? Eli Manning who was the ultimate kind of boomer bust quarterback mm. in those big moments. I mean, Eli Manning has two incredible runs to the Super Bowl and has never won a playoff game outside of those two runs. Like I could see where Kenny Pickett you you could you can squint and maybe see the Eli Manning thing. I'm not the first person to say wow, that. Wow, it's funny. So, I've never heard that one. So Kenny oh, Pickett's yeah. comp is Eli Manning. In what sense? Just that they're kind of average Pulls and, it, until the, the end of the game. The horseshoe out of the <laughs> Out of uh, the nether regions uh, and just finds ways to win at times when you think they're completely dead in the water. I, I see a little bit. I, I think one big difference. Eli Manning, I'm looking at his combine measurements, Maggie. Nine <laughs> and uh, one quarter inches hands. So, yeah. I mean, I think you need to do Tony Romo because he was a famous small-handed quarterback before Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got those little, like, elfin hands. Yeah, you, but reject, I think... you reject the small hand argument with Kenny Pickett, but I still I think it's a factor. Is there any, is I feel any... like it's erroneous. Is yes, there any question does. about with the Steelers? They're the, they're the only team in NFL history to be outgained in every game of their first eight games and still have a winning record. Is this sustainable? Like, I know Perloff talked about them kind of lucking into a lot of these wins. That just seems incredible. Like, I don't know. I know that their schedule gets a lot easier down the stretch, but that just doesn't feel like a sustainable way to win football games once you get to December and late November here. Right, but if they beat Green Bay, they're 6-3 and three with a fairly light schedule coming on. 6-3 and three is a great position to get into the playoffs, especially if you're a quality team with a quality coach. I think in this case, yes, I do think it's sustainable because that's how they want to win. They want to get into a, a dogfight. They want to, what's the expression, fight in a toll booth, in a phone booth? Not a toll booth. That'd be the godfather. <laughs> But they want they wanted to stay as close and ugly as they can this year, and they have the right offensive coordinator for that because they are not blowing out anybody with Matt Canada. No, this is just amazing to me that the point differential in this division, speaking of stats, EJ, that may not tell the whole story, or maybe they do uh, if you're a big Steeler fan, the Ravens are plus 115 in point differential, and the Steelers are in second place in the division, and they're minus 30. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like me. I can see though what you're talking about. Like, I don't think it's sustainable, which is why I think they're going to be the team that's outside looking in. However, maybe to EJ's point or to your point, Perloff, if you can weather that storm, you know, and if you can still have a yeah. winning record despite all these terrible metrics, maybe maybe you put yourself in a good spot. Well, I if you're going to give me a mulligan on my Super Bowl pick, I would feel very comfortable with two other AFC North teams instead of the Steelers. I think you have to look at the Ravens and the Bengals yeah. as potential teams to challenge the Chiefs in the AFC. Do you, you pick the Jaguars, who are also yeah. are a dangerous team, a very good team. But it looks like those, to me, it looks like the Ravens, Chiefs, and Bengals are the three elite teams right now. So the reason, my thought process behind taking the, the Jaguars when I picked my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC was I thought everyone's going to beat them, beat each other up in the AFC, and the Jags are going to sort of cruise to the number one overall pick. They're going to get the bye, which we know helps teams because only one team gets a bye. Remember, we're in a new world now with NFL playoffs, and I thought that that would help them buy home field advantage, all of that stuff, and it would just make sense, and then they could go to the Super Bowl. And I, I kind of still feel that mm -hmm. way. Now, the Ravens are 
you know, definitely making me think a little bit differently, but I, I still got to hold tight to that. I think I do not think the best record is coming from the AFC North. No, you're absolutely right. The best but, record in the AFC. Yeah. No, that that's really good logic, except that you're breaking a show rule, and you know you're breaking a show rule. I know. I you're know. betting it's against funny. Joe Burrow. <laughs> And if it comes down to, it could easily come down to a second round matchup: Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Oh, what a! It'd be a great game. You can't bet against Joe Burrow in that situation because we've seen it. We haven't. I mean, we haven't seen it from Trevor Lawrence, and we haven't seen it from Lamar Jackson. I I know he's playing unbelievably. I know the team is killing people. I, I would almost pick the Bengals over the Ravens if I if I you did give me this mulligan. I'd go yeah. the Bengals because the Ravens have killed it in the regulars. We've seen a seven and two Ravens team before. Why is this different? Well, it's different because of Todd Munkin and the offense is different. I mean, I don't know. I I can't promise you health. Nobody can predict that. But that's the same for every team. The Ravens do look different. Now, the defense is always the same. It's great. The reason why they lost to Pittsburgh earlier in the season is because I think they had like six or seven drops in that game. I mean, that was not Lamar's fault at all, and the offense was still trying to gel, and now you can see what's happening under this new offensive coordinator. I mean, it's it's pretty special. That's that's the difference. But is it really that different? Is it really are they really lighting up the the airwaves with the passing game? I don't know. It feels like a lot of Lamar Jackson running to me. I, I'm still not totally sold. I think I understand the storyline, and he's leading the league in completion percentage at 71. percent But he's not throwing for that many yards. They still rely on him to run. That seems like their best weapon. Well, but take like to totally neuter the run from Lamar Jackson would be stupid. You know, it's like that's that's not what you want. You don't all of a sudden want him to look like you know, Matthew Stafford, like that's, that's just <laughs> not going to be his game. I was just thinking about anyone off the top of my head who doesn't run, but like that's not his game. So I think they've done a good job of basically doing both. And I feel like it's fewer Lamar running for his life kind of plays and more designed runs when he actually is running. And I do know that while the offense has shown, you know, glimpses of really kind of breaking through, I don't think we're talking enough about how this Baltimore Ravens defense this year is different yeah. than even recent years. I mean, Benjamin Solak had to had to tweet, uh, you know, last week, 2023 Bengals defense is allowing a touchdown on only 8.7% of opposing drives. That's the best since the 2000 Ravens in terms of uh, the amount of touchdowns they're giving up over, over the course of games. Yeah. I mean, they are just smothering people. And yeah. I think that if we're talking about having to play against a Burrow, having to play against Mahomes. What we've seen is when Lou Amaruno of uh, Cincinnati, he's been able to kind of you know you know stifle that Chiefs uh, offense or uh, the way the Chiefs were able to shut down the Bengals offense last year in the second half. That Ravens defense would scare me. I would not want to see them in the postseason. Yeah, but how do we know it's not a, a measure of their competition? I know they played Detroit and Seattle, the but two, those two of the best things they played were their best games. Yeah, that was in Baltimore against an NFC team who didn't really. In Detroit, kind of held some of their players back. They were going into a bye. I I do think we got to see them do it against a healthy Joe Burrow. They had an injured Joe Burrow in week two and let up twenty four points. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen I've just seen this movie with Baltimore before. I, I'm on the bandwagon. They are great. They're so much fun this year. But what is different? What is different than the MVP year for Lamar Jackson? They didn't they didn't do anything in the playoffs that year. So I count me skeptical. I mean, you say that, like, you know, when we say that they, they took care of two division leaders, I know it was at home, but if they keep playing like this, they're going to have a playoff game at home. I mean, they beat them with a combined score of 75 to 9. Yeah. <laughs> that but... wasn't like eking out a win here and there. It was like <laughs> thorough pillar to post domination. Right. But that's not, 
that's not Cincinnati, and that's not even Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll see how they do in these. It's going to be really, as you said, it's going to be really hard to get the number one seed here because they're going to drop some of these games against their divisional foes. I'd love to know and hear from our audience at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I know we're on in Steelers country. I know we're on in Browns country and Bengals country, Baltimore as well. Who do you think is going to be the AFC North team that is left out? Because right now, again, according to the nerdy websites that Perloff loves oh, slash yeah. contributes to, um, really only a, a less than 7% chance that they're all going to make it. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. They would all have to be basically three and three in the division. But if you want to give me a two and a half hour PFF podcast on the, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the good throw percentage of Kenny Pickett, I'm totally in. That yeah. Sounds, that sounds riveting. It is riveting. Yeah. It but, sounds like, um, it sounds like sports talk radio, the homework edition. Yeah. <laughs> Thank but you for making us do work. I, I am an analytic <laughs> nerd. I do believe the numbers tell the story. They don't with Pittsburgh. It's Mike Tomlin. There's some magic. How does he have a winning record every year? Last year, the team stunk, and somehow he came out of nowhere to fix it. I'm telling you, second half Mike Tomlin will defy all these numbers. I know. I say that the Steelers are going to miss the playoffs, and meanwhile, I'm probably going to be betting on them again this weekend <laughs> against Green Bay. Uh, we'll get into our picks later on in the show. Of course, it's a Friday, which means our celebrity NFL game picker will be joining us, and we think you guys are going to absolutely love another woman. How about that? We we have a lot of chick sports fans. Last week we had a comedian. Uh, we had Julia Landauer, our uh, NASCAR driver. We had, yeah, Yao Jung Summers last weekend. Julia, now we get another woman today. Look at that. Yeah, look at us. Uh, have you been keeping track of the celebrities? I I feel like yes. we've lost. Is Rob Cordray still winning? Or yes, he is. Rob Cordray is still winning. Um, improbably because I believe I think he was our second week. Yes, but he's you know he's a football maniac. He has fourteen fantasy teams, and I feel like he he was listening to the same nerdy podcast as me when he made his predictions. <laughs> whereas some of the other celebrities have been more biased. Pretty much every celebrity picks their hometown team to win and cover. Yeah, I mean, are they really that much different than us? Uh, coming up, Deion Sanders, another amazing quote from Dion. He continues to deliver. This one talking about what he likes to see out of his own team, and it is not your average answer. We'll tell you that next. It's a little more like a like a hockey answer than a football answer. We get to that. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. All right, you can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. We are trying to solve the AFC North, the unsolvable division. Who gets left out of the playoffs? Calls 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So statistically... There is a possibility that all four teams make it, Maggie. No one's ever done it before. I think there are four quality teams here, but we both agree someone's going to get left out, right? Well, the probability is like less than 7%. Okay. But I do, I mean, if if it's ever going to happen, it feels like this season. Let's hit the let's hit the phones. 855, as Perloff said, 212 for CBS. We got Mark in Ohio. Good morning, Mark. How you doing? 
Good. How are you guys? Hey, Fantastic. Uh, I called. I called before the season started, and I told y'all that uh, every team in the AFC North would make it, and I'm sticking by that. And uh, I got a lot of reasons for it. You know, we're. You know, the AFC North is playing the AFC South, so that's helping us in a lot of ways. And uh, that means the West and the East are playing each other. So that helps on top of that, where those two divisions who have the better teams that might be wild card teams are they're knocking each other out. When you say the AFC North is knocking itself out, you know they're knocking each other out. I mean, if you look at the teams who might be able to knock one of the AFC North teams off, you're looking at like maybe the Texans, maybe the Chargers, maybe the Bills or the Jets. I mean, the Bills lost to the Jets. You know, and I'm sorry, Maggie. I know you're. A yeah, but the fan. Steelers lost to the Texans. So yeah, I, but I, listen, the Texans are a real surprise. I mean, they yeah. lost to the Niners in Week One, and the Texans sure, sure. surprised them. It's it's I a fair point. Their defense, Mark, their defense is. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I think it's it's a fair point that like be you kind of say well the 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 division is so tough that this division always beats up on itself. Yet at the same time, their competition they're they're kind of lucky out that they do get to play weaker divisions um, in terms of the AFC South. So maybe it's a little balancing act, Perloff. And Mark, thank yeah. you for the call. Well, you know it's funny. He does bring up a good point. Your Bills are waiting in some dangerous territory at five and four. The Chargers have a sneaky, easy schedule, too. I don't buy what Mark said. I, I like his point. I give him a lot of credit for calling that preseason. But the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Bills, to fend all those teams off is going to be nearly impossible. Let's go to Hung is our pal in Pennsylvania. Hey, Hung, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Okay, today, can can I make an extra point today? Because I missed out the Wednesday debate. But the, first of all, I, I have one point I disagree about Prolot today because everybody, even Zach Gale and Ryan Hickey, they on the bandwagon, on the bangle. But let me tell you one point. The Lamar Jackson versus the bangle is 3-1. to one. I mean, versus the Joe Burrow, 3-1. to one, And versus the bangle is 7-2 all time. And you got to remember, last two years, Lamar Jackson didn't play. But every time Lamar play, Bengal got no chance. Yeah. So, so put the Bengal wagon away. And, and and another point I want to make that Wednesday debate, I forgot, didn't get through. Is Steven, I want to play Steven Smith from Arizona State. That's the biggest scandal of all time, I mm. believe, because the mark got involved with that. You know, like, uh, yeah. Michael Frenzy, you know, they got involved with that scandal. So, so I want to make two points today, if you can talk about it all day, you know. I saw the huh? do- documentary on Arizona State hung, and it is an amazing story. They were so callous. The guys were driving, spending money like it was going out of control at Arizona State. That was an all-time scandal. He's right about that. Yeah, and Hung is referring to back on Wednesdays, we do the Great Debate Series. Our debate was the biggest on-field, on-the-court, on-the-battle-of-play on the uh, cheating scandal, sort of loosely inspired by Michigan and what's going on with the sign-stealing scandal. But to defend myself, Hung has a great one about Arizona State, but to defend myself, you know, Tim Donaghy was my big scandal, and the mob did get involved in that yeah. one, too. Oh, it was yeah. just uh, they were profiting off of Donaghy's information. But Hung's got a great one. I love it. If you're going to do the mob, obviously the Boston College point-shaving scandal, right. because that was Henry Hill, who was the inspiration for the movie Goodfellas. And Goodfellas is... 
I top 10 movie of all time, number one most watchable cable movie. I think, don't tell me anyone here in this room is not on board with the movie Goodfellas. Never seen it. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Either. I haven't I seen it either. I, oh, I had a feeling Manny, Manny might be both there Both of you. They're too young. Bogus, you've seen it, right? Goodfellas? <laughs> It's on right now. Turn turn it channel turn it TNT. I don't I don't know how to respond to these two never seeing it. It's unacceptable. It's, you know, guys, it's it's an age thing. I really not I'm not calling you guys out, EJ Manny. Like it's you're not you, you can't help when you were born. But I fi- I find that with people under thirty five, it's not that big it didn't get to them or something. But we've all seen the have you guys seen The Godfather? Yeah. By the time by I've seen pieces of it. I've never sat oh. down and watched the whole Godfather. Negative ghostwriter. <laughs> oh but you've got ghostwriter references. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Ghostwriter they've Huge seen every single guy. episode. Yeah, Back to the movie? Future, all those movies. Ghostwriter I can give you all those, but have yeah. you seen any movie that was made twenty years before you were born? Any old movie. Yeah. Rocky. how many times I talk about Rocky in this? I watched every single one a million times. Citizen Kane, does that count? Okay. <laughs> have you actually watched it? Manny, you've yeah, seen Citizen class. Kane, but you haven't seen Goodfellas? I've been forced <laughs> to watch it. Sense. I've been forced to watch it because of class. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> count. Still I watched Star Wars. Star Wars was made 20 years before this. And you've seen that, right? Yeah, I saw Star Wars a million times. First one, all of them. Yeah, so watch them. Watch that and... Rocky like three less times and go watch Goodfellas <laughs> and all Wars of the Godfather movies. are good every time I watch. So, so are these movies. Have you seen okay. Shawshank Redemption? Yes, one of my favorites. Love it. How can you see Shawshank Redemption that, right after so Shawshank comes thing, on TNT comes Goodfellas? Just like Manny, I had to watch it in a class. That's you know what, Shawshank? That's yeah. a great class. class. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome class. I want to take yeah. that class. <laughs> that's the only reason why I watch Shawshank, but yeah, Shawshank is awesome. Fight wow. Club is awesome. No, that's more 90s, but... Okay, I, I mean, you're club. in the Goodfellas I'm in the kind of area. Park. You're yeah, in the ballpark. Of, of, of Goodfellas and Godfather just haven't, I don't know, mob movies don't, like, make me run to, run to TNT. Well, first <laughs> of all, you're <laughs> not watching on TNT. You need to watch the actual movie. Wait, no wait, commercials, wait. no editing. You don't like mob movies? That's the best kind of movie. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a mob movie that I liked that I really, that really go back to. Departed? Never seen The Departed. Ugh. Casino, I, I've heard about Casino yeah. because it's a reference to, like, oh, no, that's Taxi Driver. Joker is kind of like Taxi Driver, so I know about Taxi Driver. I've never watched Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is not really a mob movie. Right, it's, it's not a mob movie, right. Casino is Goodfellas light, Maggie. I'm not a huge yeah. Casino. Casino's fun, but it's not as good as Goodfellas. No, there is no better acting performance in any Scorsese movie than Sharon Stone in oh, Casino. Oh, God. And Put I that stand up. by that. Watch it again. Oh, She's my God. so good. We just said Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver. Are you being serious here? <laughs> I'm p- put Sharon Stone right up there. Everyone just got misdir- it, It's a misdirection because everyone saw her hoo-ha. She's excellent in Casino. Bar- See, you're saying it's the best performance in any Martin Scorsese movie of all time. I love it. She's so good. She's so damaged and believable we in got that movie. Harvey Keitel in Mean Streets, Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver, anybody in the movie Goodfellas. Oh, boy. Okay. See, I know, but see, even though I'm young, I, I did watch a lot of the, you know, the hood classics. So I love Juice. I love Do the Right Thing. Uh, I love Boys, uh, in, the Boys in the Hood. Like, those movies, I could recite all the lines, and, like, I've watched them a million times. But, like, like the barbershops I was going into, they weren't playing... Goodfellas. <laughs> so, I didn't watch those. Sorry. Okay. All right. But that's fine. You can fix this yourself. You don't need TNT or okay. the barbershop. Go watch. Go watch <laughs> just one one viewing of these movies. That's All right. It. How about the movie American Gangster with Denzel? I wanted to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. See, you just don't like my. Okay. That has. 
that crosses both lines there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I just love any kind of organized crime. It doesn't matter what race, anything. Any this idea of a, a secret crime organization running the world. You like superhero movies. That's where that comes from. That's probably why I've been watching these movies because I got to do so much of these superhero Marvel movies that come out every week. I know you make it sound like such a chore. <laughs> I got to watch all these superhero movies. They just keep piling up. Uh, Bogus is here. He's got some headlines. Good morning. Uh, good morning again. I guess the good news is Bryce Young didn't throw an interception on Thursday Night Football, but he was sacked three times and never got the Panthers in the end zone. His Panthers won and eight after the 16-13 loss in Chicago. The Bears offense wasn't much better, getting 80 yards and a score from running back Deontay Former. The team does go two and two under Tyson Bajant, and now Justin Fields is likely to return from that thumb injury after this mini bye. Bajan threw for 162 yards last night, three touchdowns, five picks over the four starts. Jamar Chase back at Bengals practice yesterday. He's planning to face the Texans Sunday after that nasty fall on his back Sunday night. Teammate T. Higgins, though, unlikely to play this weekend after hurting his hamstring in Wednesday's practice. The NBA sent the Hawks and Magic to Mexico City last night, and they brought the drama. That's Steve Holman on Hawks Radio. Roughly 20,000 saw DeJounte Murray knock down those deciding points in the 120-119 Atlanta win. Trey Young, 41 points and 8 assists. Giannis put 54 on the Pacers, but turned the ball over twice late. His Bucks lose in Indy, 126-124. Those the most points anybody has scored in the NBA this season. Uh, for those of you without plans tonight, the in-season tourney resumes this evening on those dumb courts all around the NBA. <laughs> uh, number 21, USC, with an 85-59 home win over Cal State Bakersfield last night. Isaiah Collier, the number one recruit last year, posting 19 points, three rebounds, five assists, and four steals. On the women's side, Caitlin Clark, 44 points, eight boards, six assists. As number three, Iowa, down number eight, Virginia Tech, 80-76, in front of 15,000 people in Charlotte, and Virginia running back Paris Jones spent the night at a Louisville hospital after a scary injury in the third quarter of a 31-24 loss at the 11th-ranked Cardinals last night. Helmet to helmet hit, left the field immobilized, did have movement in all extremities by the time he got to the hospital. Guys, back to you. Bogus, thank you. Titan fan in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, says EJ hasn't seen Goodfellas because there's no superheroes in it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Sounds it's like true. a bunch of villains to me, so... <laughs> We've got a lot more to do, including our NFL celebrity game picker, our celebrity NFL game picker. That's a better way to say it. Who is picking game for us this week? We'll give you a hint. She can beat you up. <laughs> that is the tease. You're going to hear from her next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Yeah, welcome back to Maggie and Pearl Off. Well, you guys know enough by now. On Fridays, we welcome in a celebrity to pick NFL games for us. Pearl Off, we're super excited because this week we have a true football fan Steelers fan, <laughs> presumably big Penn State Nittany Lion fan because she's from State College, Pennsylvania, and that is Britt Baker. You know her as a wrestler for AEW. Got the new AEW All Out, not only live on TBS, but Trust Arena Wednesday, November 22nd. Go to AEWTix.com for more. Britt, it's Maggie and Perloff. Thank you for being our celebrity picker. You got the Steelers jacket on. You are not messing around. What's your favorite Steelers memory? Oh, my goodness. You know, it's not just one particular memory, but a reoccurring one. When you are in that stadium and the defense is ready to go out and you hear Renegade play and we bring out the terrible towels, that is something that I you, you have to be there to feel it because it's electric. It's one of the coolest things, I think, in all of sports tradition. Britt, you know, you're, we're bringing you on as an analyst. Can you be objective about the Steelers, <laughs> though? I have my doubts. Honestly, I can't. I'm, I'm very I'm emotional when I make my predictions. I need to separate emotions from, from my predictions, but I can't. I won't. What about Penn State? We know you're from State College, so Nittany Lions, huge game this weekend against <laughs> Michigan. Michigan. Explain to us, that is there a big difference between going to a Penn State game versus Steeler game, or is there a, a similar vibe? There, There is, but there isn't. It's still like a cult following. Obviously, um, Beaver Stadium is huge, like 110,000 students. And just, just the fact that the student fans are in there, they're so rowdy. They're, your whole week when you go to Penn State revolves around the home football game and what, what your plans are before, during, and after. But like, it's a huge game. I mean, this is it. This for, for James Franklin and Eli's you're either going forward or you're falling off the cliff right now. So I think they're going forward. I think we're going to shut down the big, bad Michigan bullies. And I, I'm really excited for this game. I think a lot of people are. So what's more intense, a, a wrestling crowd, a college football crowd, or a Pittsburgh NFL crowd? Man, I think, it's a, I think it depends on a lot, a lot of factors. If your team's winning or losing. If you like the wrestler in the ring and what city in the world you're in, let me tell you, Chicago is one of the rowdiest wrestling crowds I've ever been in. And it, we love it. That's why we keep coming back. We love Chicago. And that's where you're going to be November 22nd. Again, AEWTix.com. You got AEW All Out happening, Win Trust Arena in Chicago. Let's talk a little wrestling for a second because when we think of Chicago as wrestling fans, we can't help but think about CM Punk. He was with AEW. Now he's not. I mean, take us through that behind the scenes, Britt. What was it like to be a part of the wrestling outfit when CM Punk was going through his drama? So, I mean... CM Punk coming back to wrestling is one of the most historical things in all the wrestling history, and it always will be. You can't you can't take that out of the wrestling books. And I, you know, I'm really thankful that we got to work with CM Punk. Um, I've learned some stuff from him. He was always really helpful and willing to work with younger talent. It just comes that it it didn't work out. It wasn't a fit, but that's still always going to be part of the AEW story. It's just that chapter is closed for right now. And I think I think everyone wishes him well. I, I would hope to think he wishes AEW well too. And it's it just didn't work out. But at the end of the day, how how cool is it that CM Punk was in wrestling again for AEW and got to got to wrestle in Chicago again too, of all places. 
Do you think he'll wrestle again after this? I, well, um, I, I don't know where, like, where he's at mentally. I think, I think wrestlers always have that itch. They, it's once it's in your blood, it's in there, and no matter how much you want to stay away, it's hard to stay away. I mean, he came back after what seven years. So I think, I think if the time and place and and the company was right, I I think he would. What is it about wrestling? We're talking with Britt Baker of AEW. What is it about wrestling that keeps people coming back? Because you're right. You'll have wrestlers go on extended breaks. They'll come back. They'll have these 20 and 30 year careers. What is it about this business that is so hard to quit? Yeah, I think it's a very toxic relationship where there's the highest highs and the lowest of blows. And then somewhere in between um, emotions that you're always kind of fighting and, and chasing and hoping to have again one day and you never really know I don't think you ever really know when is the right time to give it up because there's always what if like what if I have one more great match what if I get to wrestle in my hometown one more time what if there, there's all this things that you aren't really in control of so you're always gambling but Britt what about the physical toll especially for older wrestlers I mean how many surgeries do some people have uh, I, I would think that would force me out of it personally so I'm trying to think how many bones I've broken. I've broken my wrist, my leg, my nose. I've had two concussions. It 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 wears take wears and tears on you for sure. Um, and that's that's another thing you're always gambling is your body. You have to take care of your body and your mental health, your physical health. You have to really kind of again, I you're gambling every time you're in the ring. Like, can you get hurt? Can you you, you just have to. Britt Baker is joining us, of course, AEW All Out. Going to be live on TBS. You want to watch it on TV. If you want to attend the event at Wintrust Arena, Wednesday, November 22nd, AEWTix, AEWTIX.com. Speaking of guys who are coming back, Ric Flair now joining AEW. Britt, I imagine anyone who's been wrestling for any amount of time has a Ric Flair story. Do you have a Ric Flair story? I do. I do. So... It was an indie when I was an independent wrestler, so working my way up the up the ranks. Um, Rick Flair did a promo in the middle of the ring, and at the time I was nobody. I was just there to set, set up the ring, pay my dues, hopefully get seen. I didn't even say hi to Rick Flair because I was so nervous. And he's he's in the middle of the ring at this indie show, probably a thousand people there. It was a big one, and he cut a promo. And he said, "I'm just going to tell you all right now, that lady there in the white dress would have asked me to come here. I would have did it for free." And my faith when I was just drained because he was pointing right at me and I said oh my god and then I actually got to chat with him after and he was so so nice so wonderful if you, if you ever get a chance to talk to Ric Flair please give him two minutes of your time you will never forget it I promise yeah but Brit, you know Ric Flair gave a pep talk to Michigan this week he's aligned himself with the enemy here are you going to give him a right, heart right because I, they're the heels we've established that they are the bad guys you know but we'll see we'll see Penn State's win to take. We got They got to come out the good guys. Okay, we brought you here to talk, obviously, but also to pick some NFL games. So let's get to it. You're wearing the let's Steelers go. jacket, so I think uh, we should probably start there. You got Packers yes. at your Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are a three-point favorite. I don't know if I have to guess. How do you see this one going? Steelers, hands down. I hit the home game. Kenny, Kenny's going to show out this game. I know. We got we got sideline Matt Canada now in the equation. Things are really shaping up in Pittsburgh. 
I love it. Sideline Matt Canada. I would have liked if you had if the Steelers Jags. I wish you were that week to see how you would do a pick against Tony Khan. I was at that game. Was Tony mad that you rooted against his Jaguars? (laughs) We didn't speak. We didn't talk about it. But he knows it. Tony knows the deal. I'm a, I am a Jags supporter. I love the Jags. I go to I go to more Jags games than Steelers game, honestly, because it's right in Florida. But when it's when it's time, it's time. I can't let my my dogs down. The black and yellow. Let's go to that Jags game. It's a big one. 49ers at the Jags this week. The Jags are a three point underdog in this one. Yeah. See, I I hate this because. I have to go Jags just because I'd, of who signs my paycheck. I, I do I do think the Jags will win this, but I also think San Francisco has way more to lose. They got to get out of this little rut that they're in. When I when I saw the opening game, the Steelers versus 40, I think it was opening game, I thought this team won the Super Bowl. They were unstoppable, outstanding. I was like, I don't know if they're just that good or we're that bad. I don't know what this is, but um, let's go Jags. Let's keep the family peace. <laughs> Smart lady. Uh, Texans at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are a six and a half point favorite. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go Bengals too. I think they they found their stride. Joe Burrow's may he's maybe okay. He's okay. <laughs> I know. And given that's maybe, generous. It's given really generous trouble. of you, the Steelers fan. <laughs> Lions at the Chargers. Uh, you got the Chargers are a three point underdog at home. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Chargers. I like the Chargers. I like Justin Warrior. Let's go Chargers. Never a threat to the Steelers either. How about last one for you? Broncos at the Buffalo Bills. This is Monday night. Bills are a seven and a half point favorite. For a good reason. I, I'm definitely going to go with the Bills right now. But before we let you go, one other thing that people may know about you, they may not know about you, is that you are a wrestler, but you also are a trained, licensed dentist. Um, yes. What is harder, being a dentist or being a wrestler? They they both have their their challenges. I'll tell you what's hard. What's the hardest is being a dentist that's a wrestler, because they don't they don't train you in dental school, and there's no continuing education classes that teach you how to handle fans that want to be patient. It's a whole other sticky situation that we have to just click the phone down. Hey, sorry, we can't help you. Um, but it, it, that's definitely the, the hardest part right now about my dental careers. Keeping the, keeping the world separate as best I can. Britt, where do you inflict more pain? In the dentist chair or in the <laughs> ring? Where do, I'm sorry, where do I what? Inflict more pain. <laughs> Mm, no, I know. Dennis, yeah. It depends who you are. Oh, so Dennis can control how much pain <laughs> we feel? I always wonder that. A, a good one can. Can I ask one more Dennis question? Why does my dentist, <laughs> yeah. he puts everything in my mouth, then he asks me all these personal questions. <laughs> Is that a distraction technique? No, it's because he can understand what you're saying. Like, he knows, we, we, we speak that language now, we know what you're saying, we know, it. he's just being nice, he's just having a conversation with you. Well, I guess we could try to say, Brett, thank you so uh, much, Brett. You know, Brett hey, Baker. We, I'm, I got it. <laughs> Such a great sport. Thank you for being our celebrity NFL picker. Again, AEW all out live on TBS or at the Wintrust Arena Wednesday, November 22nd. Go to AEWTIX.com. Brett, you are easily one of the most interesting people we've talked to. So thank you so much. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'd love to be back sometime. Great. Definitely. Good luck to your Nittany Lions. Good luck to your Steelers. Thank you.
Wow, that was cool. Uh, Britt Baker could kill my dentist. Dr. Tam, she would just destroy <laughs> him. He's a very nice man, but he, as far as I know, he's got no wrestling skills. He wouldn't survive a suplex from Britt Baker? No, I don't I, think so. What about a handicap Wait, match? It, what if it was you and your dentist oh, versus Britt? Could you, it'd could be you... even worse. Oh, Somehow it'd be worse. She would take me and swing me around to knock out Dr. Tam. <laughs> Wait, EJ, you're the wrestling resident re- a wrestling expert around here. Like Britt doesn't like use any dental tools when she's in the ring, right? That's not like part of the gimmick, right? No, but her, one of her finishing moves though is that she kind of uses kind of a lockjaw uh, finisher where she kind of wraps your arms kind of around your back and yeah. pulls your neck and then puts her fingers and arm and hands Ooh. right in your mouth and starts grabbing <laughs> at your jaw. So yeah, not 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 a fun day at the office yeah. if you got a match with Britt Baker. Yeah, and afterwards she gives you a fluoride treatment, which is weird, yeah. but it's totally... It's nice of her. Yeah. yeah. Clean out all the blood and everything, you know, that she inflicted herself. I have a feeling, Maggie, too, she was a little biased towards the Steelers. I don't know where I get that from. No, I, I, I have a suggestion for her. She should, like, wrap up her opponent in floss, you know, and then it's like a PSA, too. Floss, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, coming up. Very, very tough question. Who is the MVP this year in the NFL? I have a choice, Maggie, that I think is going to shock you. That's next right here on the Maggie and Perloff Show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.